Hey everybody, welcome back to the anime and manga review, triangle anime manga review. Triangle, let's, let's specify, this is the triangle where we have nice zebra spitting cobras, dude. Yeah, I've heard I've heard all about that actually. What's up with so the guy like just lost it and just got out? No, yeah, some some guy illegally had he has apparently he had more than a couple dozen illegal. He, he had a lot of snakes. exotic snakes. Yes. yes. So one of them was a spitting cobra. It was a zebra spitting cobra. It's called a zebra one because it's got a black and white detail, kind of like a zebra. Right. Um, but it's a spitting cobra, so it actually spits its venom or some kind of. Uh, some kind of liquid. It's the one that like shoots for your face because it shoots yeah. you in the eye and it's supposed to like blind, blind you. you. Yeah. And it actually does, you know, it's terrible. Um, so apparently one got out in the local area here in Raleigh um, and it became a scare because everyone was freaking out. They're like, oh my God, it could be in the neighborhood, which they did find it in the neighborhood. Um, but, you know, they found it. So we're good. Yeah, they got it before. No casualties. They got it before it started crossbreeding with the local animals. You know. Yeah, you, you know what? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, a venom spitting what squirrel? Yeah, that would be. <laughs> I was thinking just like regular venom spitting snakes, but oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I didn't expect it. <laughs> yeah, the snakes just like, oh man, that squirrel is looking at me. You look hungry, but I'm <laughs> yeah. thirsty. So. Oh, she... <laughs> you see that hand banana episode of Adult Swim of uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force? I don't know, you, there's something about you, though. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so this is going to be... <laughs> We're back. It's been a while. I think we took a little longer uh, oh, Lord. break uh, than last time, um, but it's been a busy summer. I guess it's spring. So. Yeah, it's a cruel, cruel summer, and I guess. So. Cruel hot summer. Yeah, cruel hot summer. Uh, but no, I think it's... Uh, it's we were kind of in the busy of doing uh, a couple other podcasts, getting some work stuff figured out, but... Uh, we're coming back to y'all now with the 2021 spring season uh, recap and final wrap-up. Finale. Yeah. We For got most a, of these. Yeah. And I guess we're celebrating that session with, like, some sake some right sake, here. sake, yes, yes. Cheers yeah. to the rest of, uh, if you guys are listening. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty sweet. I don't know. That's sweet. Uh, I haven't had much sake. I'm not that much of an otaku. Um, but... I do. It is pretty good. Yeah, yeah it does pretty well. Celebrating but, the end of the season, an end of a great season. I will. I will add a hot season for sure. I think it didn't turn out to be the like groundbreaking season I had hoped it would be, but it's still a very good season. There was a lot of good stuff out there. I was expecting it from what I from what I remember people talking about it. I was just expecting it to be a packed season. Yeah, and I think it was. Like I think front to back, there were a lot of animes that were you know, solid quality. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of surprising animes that became, you know, top tier animes. Oh, yeah. Well, and I think there were a lot of unique animes. And that's one thing that you'll see in the upcoming seasons is we got a lot more uh, adaptations and a lot, a lot more sequels coming up in the summer and the yeah. fall. So this was kind of unique. Everything had a fresh start. Most of them were either small adaptations that most people hadn't heard of, at least in the States, or totally unique Original items. Stories, yeah. yeah. So it was uh, it was a good deal. Yeah. No. Uh, so, yeah, with that said, uh, let's go ahead and get into our recap. Uh, I think we're going to start off. This was one that we didn't actually watch, but I do kind of want to touch on it. Uh, so Fruit Basket Final. Ozzy, you've actually just now started reading the manga for Fruits Basket. No, I said I started watching the anime. Oh, you watched the anime. Oh, okay. So, like, I mean, your sister reached out to us and talked to us about 
how she wanted us to look into this. It's a shoujo anime. I'm sorry. A shoujo manga slash anime. Um, and that's basically just the female version of Shonen. Yeah. Right? It's, um, it's, it's, t- it's targeted towards female. It's got a little bit of action. Um, it, it seems to usually kind of focus on the dr- drama part of it a little yes. bit more and maybe relationships. Um, character, yeah, character yeah, relationships. Right, the inward the part instead of the outward part of uh, people. So I started watching it because, I mean, it's all the hype. I mean, I swear, like, everyone's talking about Fruit Baskets, the final, which is this is the one that happened during this season was the final, which is technically season three. And by the final, it means it is the end of the anime. Right. Um, so I did have some familiarity with Fruit Basket because obviously I watched the original. I have not watched yeah, the new version. This is the remake. It yeah. started. It came out in 2019. Yeah. So it's – that said, I mean, I didn't want to put this on Ozzy because even though this is technically the final, final season, like you just pointed out, this is like the third season of the remake. So you right. got to go through – Season one and season two, which I think is around 40 episodes, give or take. Combined, yeah. Yeah, something like that. It's like 20-something each. Yeah, so it would be a lot of catching up to do. So I didn't want to put that on Ozzy, but we are planning on coming back to that and reviewing it in the near future. But, uh, yeah, we want to take some time to actually... Give Look it, at yeah. Give it the respect it deserves, and actually like sit down and you know watch it, and not and just not, rush through it. Yeah, not burn through it like yeah. over a weekend. So yeah, we're gonna take some time and think about that. But yeah, it is a really good story. Uh, a lot of stuff that <laughs> I think you can appreciate more as an angsty teen, where it's kind of like there's a lot about forgiveness, there's a lot about you know relationships with people from the older generation to the younger generation, and how that impacts your views of. You know, even the people that you interact with on a regular basis. So there's there's a lot to consider in that anime, and I think it's a very good story. So we're definitely yeah. going to come back to it. I, I was definitely hooked by the first episode. So um, the characters seem interesting. The plot seems interesting because you know the first episode, you know, it kind of shoves you into you know the I guess the mysteriousness of the anime. Right. Um, so. I'm looking forward to it, and I, I've seen so many people hype up this last season. Like, it's right now, it's one of the highest rated animes of all time. Unlike yeah. a lot of the general, like, anime ratings, like my anime list and stuff like that. Not that that means that I like it, not that that means that it is the best, but, you know, it, it seems to have garnered some, and, you know, obviously some respect and uh, notoriety, so I'm going to go check it out. Yep, fair enough. All right, so. Next up, we'll go ahead and touch on Higahiro. So, Higahiro. Uh, so that was the uh, I shaved and then took home a underage girl, basically. Was, I forget what the full title is, but I think I that's, think that is the full title. Like I shaved and then br- they brought home a homeless girl or something. Like that. Yeah, something. Underage girl, whatever. But I don't think the underage part is in there. I added that, but anyway, okay. um, that distinction. She is underage. No, well, in America she would be underage. I guess, as Kevin pointed out. Uh, the oh, legal rules enough. in Japan are kind of blurry. But they're yeah. not blurry. They're spelled out. It's they're spelled fine. out. They're spelled out. They're younger than they are it's over here. It's blurry over here. I'm sorry. Well, it's just the difference between the two countries where Japan's like, oh, actually, it's this young, and America's like, no, it's actually older than that. Yeah. So anyway, point being, um, Hega Hero ended. Uh, did you actually end up watching the rest of that series, or you end so up dropping it? That was one of the two that I dropped. Unfortunately, not unfortunately. I just didn't like it. It just wasn't yeah. me. Um, 
I didn't like the the plot at all, and the characters really were disappointing to me. So, I unfortunately did not continue it. For those that did enjoy it, um, I apologize. I don't feel like you missed much. Uh, I mean, do you want me to spoil? I, I guess. Well, yeah. So one thing: this is full of spoilers. Like, yeah. <laughs> we may have tiptoed in the previous ones. We may have not, but this one's full blast spoilers because this is the end of a lot of seasons, the end of a lot of shows, and we want to be able to talk about them freely because they were great, and we uh, are going to spoil it. So. so this is your formal announcement. But anyway, so Higa Hero. You know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on. They kind of deal with her and her demons, uh, her ex-boyfriend who... Does he show back up, right? He shows back up. They kind of deal with that situation. Uh, and then it kind of, like, ends with them separating for a time, but then eventually, essentially, him picking her back up in a very similar situation. But now Except, she's 18. But she's illegal, yeah. Oh, baby! She's she's Naughty old, things ensue. She's old enough to be legal in the States now, so yes. Um, and yeah, that's kind of how it wraps up. I mean, there ain't too much complicated about it. It's, it's uh, But the, the story continues, right? Uh, I don't... Like, in the manga, like, there is, like... like I, I don't know, actually. Because I feel uh, like that's the end. Like, I think the whole point of this was her to, like, obviously deal with her demons. I don't know if she has or not, but... Them getting together, I f- well, maybe that could cause more demons. I don't know. I mean, I have, I, I don't know. The story I, I think it, it mostly resolved her issues, but I don't know for certain from where her take is. Um, and no second season has been confirmed for that, right? Not that I'm aware of. Or even and, if there is an intention for a second season to begin. Yeah, and then they did introduce all of uh, the main guys, harem girls, for like no reason because apparently their relationships didn't progress. Progress at all. So, you know how that goes. You, you have to have a weird penta- love pentagon. That's yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. Love triangles are so 2005. We're living in the world of 3005. We need love pentagons. Yeah. So I'm not gonna judge anybody who did like that because. It was kind of a heartwarming, positive story. And then, of course, they stayed pure up until the what would be legal age in the States. Pure. You don't know what they did. Yeah. Anal is still pure. <laughs> if you're a Mormon. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, they, they, it seemed like they were doing all right. Um, it was a good, it was a kind-hearted, considering all the depressing stuff that happened this season. So it was it was okay, but if you missed it or you dropped it, I don't think you were missing a whole lot. All right, next up, 86. So I just straight up dropped this after we stopped That's having right. to watch it. Cause I, so for this one, again, we talked about it when we were watching it. I got enough depressing animes this season. We're going to talk about fucking <laughs> To Your Eternity later. It's like I got enough shit that I got to watch and deal with with being sad. I don't need this crap in my life. So, Ozzy, you finished it. Why don't you tell us about uh, 86? Well, let's say I think we were in agreement when we said that it was too depressing for our taste. Not that it was bad. At least I don't think it was bad. It was just not what I wanted to watch. When I want to sit down and watch anime, at least right now in my life, I don't want to feel depressed at the end of every episode. And I feel like that's what they're going with this story because it is based on genocide. It is based on, you know, racism. It is based on you know, military combat. So you put all those three together and you're bound to have depressing situations. Um, But I did drop it initially, but at some point, uh, one of my other buddies from work was like, oh, you know, 86 is so great. I'm like, I still don't get why. But you know what? I'll just pick it back up, see where we're going. Um, And I think after, as bad as this sounds, they killed off some of the crew and skimmed them down to like a select few the story got better for me because 
I feel like they were they were concentrating more on their relationships and their history together and them dealing with their issues, which oh. their issues being, you know, their their maltreatment and the whole racist society that they have to deal with. Well, and you get a deeper insight into these characters as yeah. they right. if you don't have to focus on fifteen other right. characters. And that's fine. I think that's what they were, I think that was a good way for them to start the anime because it's like, hey, we're going to try to get you to realize how bad the situation is, so we're going to kill off 10 out of the 15 people that are here. Right. And that's what they did. They literally killed off like a person every other episode or two, three people for like four episodes straight. And that was a little gutting. Like I, I don't necessarily want to watch that over and over again. I kind of drudged through it. And uh, I will say once it got, like I said, got down to the five that I enjoyed watching and growing, I guess they were already you know together for a long time. It was very interesting. Um I think also once they learn to accept the the I forget her name the leader her leader girl yes yeah, I don't the, know the main character who is their like commander um, that's part of the like the um, what do you call it the all white hair the uh, yeah the, the not the not not getting wiped out society yes yeah um, the oppressors right once they like learn to accept her like I felt like. It was a much better anime for me. Like, they had this, like, camaraderie in a way. And I think the biggest highlight for this anime for me was how it was done because they would sometimes split the episodes in half and they would show, like, one whole episode in, in the view of the 86ers and the other view... And the other half of the episode was in the view of the, uh, the captain lady, like, the commander. Yeah. So it was kind of cool to see that because it's like, oh, they would have the same battle, but one view would see it and the other one would see it a different way. Granted, they you know would agree on things, but it's, it was just cool to kind of see where they were coming from and kind of see it from a commander's view in a safe like place and then see it on the actual battlefield. Yeah. And speaking of battlefield, just another highlight of this anime was the actual combat. It was actually really good. With the mechas that they used, um, I was I was actually gonna say you want to go ahead and get into superlatives because even though I stopped watching this, I'm still gonna say this is my favorite mech anime of the season because those mech designs, what? the mech designs are fantastic for what they are. They're great. I Fair love enough, them. they are cool. They they yeah. are the most I guess unique. Um, well, and it's and it does really well. It works with the animation because like I think a lot of people fuck up 3D animation because they try to do too much, and it's like these are basically like triangles on legs that with is a true. cannon, yes, and I'm like very perfect. You can just do so yeah. much with 3D they have animation. cannon and legs and just move the legs. Yeah, exactly. Right. There you go. But it's, they boom. do a good job of the combat. Um, it is cool because at first I was like, how much can you do with these robots? Like they're just like, I mean, they're not Gundams. They're not. On two feet, like, yeah, but they, they are they don't even, very. They don't even have lightsabers. It's yeah, bullshit. they just shoot stuff. <laughs> but no, I mean they're very mobile. Um, and it was it was cool. The combat was good, especially the main guy, um, who was you know this um, ace pilot. Yeah. He was like pretty much an ace pilot. You know, he had a special ability to be able to tell when the enemy was close because he could hear their voices, um, which is another cool aspect of the show. Once it got into like the sci-fi aspect of it, it started getting really cool to me. Where they were like, oh. You know, the the Legion, which is like the evil organization or evil country who um, they're fighting against, who have who actually have unmanned robots, are actually taking over dead eighty sixers brains or minds. They're taking yeah. their minds. Like they'll they'll kill them in combat, but they won't fully kill them. They'll just like disarm them and then they'll take their mind, and they use that mind as their driving 
yeah. force well, for their robots. It helps enhance their robots and also, I think... I don't know if they touch on this as it goes, but I distinctly remember early on they're like, oh, there's a time limit and we just have to outlast these robots for like two years and they'll shut down automatically. And I think the brain scanning actually like extends, extends that, it. Yeah, that that's deadline. That's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, without that they would die, but they found, I guess somehow, we don't know this yet, but we found, they found a way to elongate their life expectancy by taking these minds from yeah, the, right. living humans. And I thought that was kind of a cool, unique way to do it. Um, so that kind of kept me watching it. And I really enjoyed it. I think throughout the – there's a lot of struggles between the uh, commander lady and the 86 group because she does grow to enjoy their company. She does grow to you know, essentially want to be part of the group. But obviously due to this whole you know, genocide slash racism bullshit, they don't accept her that yeah. much they're like yeah you're a decent person who has helped us but that's about it we don't really care about you yeah it's kind of a struggle so you know but, but it sounds like it picked up but yeah i mean it's just one of those i think uh clearly a lot of the internet enjoyed it so yeah yes it was probably there. the second or first most popular anime of the year i would probably say the first um i think a lot of people enjoyed it i think it's very straightforward and it is your genocide anime like that's my superlative i'm, I'm giving oh. a superlative for everything and this one is my genocide anime because there's always a genocide anime. Yeah, always one if yeah. it's not full metal it's uh attack on titan if it's not on that it's you know 86ers if it's yeah. I, I don't know what else. iron blood orphan yeah, iron or blood orphan so yeah. half the gun there's always are. there's always one where somebody's getting discriminated against and then they're basically on the verge of genocide yeah yeah it's it's a fun topic and by fun i mean miserable um speaking of fun let's move on to uh i think your most surprising anime that's not the superlative but i know this is the one that surprised you the most so nagatoro uh it was uh so nagatoro was interesting i don't think there's anything really to spoil about the story because it's basically a bunch of like one shot one shot one shot she toys with her sensei where it ended was the art competition with uh, the Prez, with the big titties, and... Uh, Tingle pity Prez. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of disappointed with where they decided to cut it, because I felt like they could have had a much more emotionally impactful end to the season. Instead, they kind of, like, left it at, like, a, yay, we succeeded, but then kind of just ended on a comedy punchline, and that was the end of the series. Whereas I guess I kind of like the emotional, like when Nagatoro and uh, wait, did you did you watch the post credit scene? I watched it. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. I still didn't tell you it was that late, but yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, no, I, I I'm looking forward to the next season though. I guess that's the kind of thing that it built up to. It is like I'm really excited to see another season of this, assuming they, it gets one. I I gotta believe it will, but who knows. So, what were your thoughts? Obviously, this one touched you a lot closer to home. Yeah, this one stepped on me a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, it was definitely <laughs> my most surprising one because I went. I only watched this because it was so controversial and because it looked stupid. Like, to me, it was just like, what is this girl doing? She's got, like, demon eyes. One eye is bigger than the other. She's laughing. She's, like, got vampire teeth. I, yeah. Like, I mean, they, they made it work in the manga first, but I will say that is a hard look to pull off. I don't know how these artists do that, where they, like, make that look. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, not... such a weird, it's such a weird look, but I agree to appreciate the character who was Nagatoro. Um, and, yeah, I mean, this, this anime surprised me the most of how much I thought I would enjoy it because I, I do like a good rom-com, um, and this one was a pretty, um, what's it called, like, 
Tim, like, I guess, not like, not like super rom-com-y, but it did have aspects of it while still it was, being silly. It leaned more to the calm side. Yeah, that's what rom. I'm saying. Like, yeah. it was more silly rom-com than it was, like, dramatic rom-com. So, I enjoyed that aspect because there was still the underlying growth of Senpai and Nagatoro. Like, the whole point of this anime is them getting together. I'm assuming they will because the manga, you know, is getting to a point where they maybe get there. But, you know, based off this first season, they're growing, they're getting to know each other, they're getting to know each other's quirks. Um, and honestly, Senpai probably doesn't even know that he, uh, she likes him, but, you know, what be it, what it may. I think um, they both got hints, but yeah. I know. think, yeah, but you know how awkward Senpai is and how much of a beta he is. I think uh, that's just Japan in general, apparently, yeah. Oh, no. maybe. But he did, and that's another thing, he did start out as a hard, hard beta, and I think he did have some growth as a character throughout the season. Like, he grew to be a little bit more, you know, outward going. He, you know, I think Nagatora helped him be confident in what he does because that I think that was the biggest thing about the yeah. Lost Ark, which was the competition arc, was him having confidence in what he does and knowing that he wants to do these things like paint Nagatoro and draw her because he enjoys it and he's good at it. Um, well, and I think it's also kind of the understanding that, like, because he goes out and he sees Nagatoro doing all these presentations to draw people in, and he's, like, not thrilled about her toying with other people. Like, yeah, he actually kind of get that look to him, so I'm like, ooh, this is interesting. Yeah, like, yeah. a little nuance. He's, like, he's got some he's got some subtlety. That's very good, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's becoming more confident in how he feels and uh, understanding that he's like, oh, I, you know, I do like Nagatoro, whether that's a romantic or friendly thing, and sometimes he does have those nuances of like, hey, you know, I'm a little jealous, or like, I wonder what she's doing, or, you know, yeah. maybe I should be doing this with her. Little things like that that you see in couples, it's nice to see, and that gives me like a warm, fuzzy feeling, and that's yeah. why I watch this, and that's literally my superlative, is just my, my feel-good anime, because I literally watched that at the end on Saturday, because yeah. Saturday was like the big day. Mm -hmm. I would watch everything, I would get depressed, I'd feel okay, I'd, I'd feel like a badass, and then I would end with Nagatoro and feel nice and warm and fuzzy and have a future for my boy Senpai. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I really did enjoy it more than I thought I would. Um, it needs a second season, though. You're right. That ending was literally a, I don't a think massive it was, blue balls. It's not like the worst ending they no. could have had, but it was, it was very much like, that's it? Like, I was really hoping well, for more. I think yeah. they doubled down and said, this is an ending that people will understand better if there is a second season. Like, they, oh, yeah. I feel like they're banking well, on a second I, season. I, they, they know that's going to get a second season. Well, yeah, I think it was popular. I think it was well done. I think that it's such, like like you said, they're so like one-shots and stories like that. They're so, so easy to kind of tell in a story format that it would be easy to continue the story. And they have lots of content because the next couple of arcs are actually a lot of growth and development arcs. Yeah, they're less like one one stories. They're less well, like and there's oh, the, there are some in between. Yeah, but the major arcs are longer. Like it, it it's like the competition arc. There's oh, like yeah. at least three that yeah. come after the, this. That the are, jogging arc. Yeah, there's the yeah. jogging arc. Then there's the um, the the what's the name of the martial arts that they do? There's that arc. Well, that one happens much later. The judo. Arc. Yeah, I, th yeah. I think that's like two arcs later. But that's one of the bigger uh, arcs. There's also the. Uh, they already do the. Uh, the New Year's one? Yes. The the one where they had the festival? No, that's different. Oh, then no, they haven't done that one. Oh, you're right. No, they haven't done the, the one, one at the New Year's. Prayer, to they? the actual temple? Yeah, no, the they temple, haven't done right? that one yet. So yeah, that one's a good one too. So 
they have a lot of content that can continue to make fans happy. And obviously they can progress as a couple because they literally haven't – they're not a couple yet. They're not a couple at all. She still toys with them, and Senpai still has really no good indication of whether she means good or bad out of it. I don't know. I'm pretty pumped up to see where it goes. Uh, on me, My, uh, my uh, superlative was this is the best anime that helped Ozzy discover a new fetish. No, he, you said you, dude, not me. Oh, my fetish was already... Mm, could, no, I don't that, know. It says me. It looks, like, it looks a lot like Ozzy right there. I don't know. My fetish was already discovered. I like being I stepped know, on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, so, yeah, that was a nice little fetish to learn. Yeah, so moving on, we got uh, Tokyo Revengers. So, uh, this sucker. Let's see. I don't really know where to start. So, obviously, this series is continuing. This one, honestly, if they ended here oh, and told me mad like rage, second man. season, I'd be like, "Fuck, that's a hell of a cliffhanger." Because that, like, that's a good place to end it, though. I thought so. Essentially, it ends at the point where, uh, basically, the main character Takamichi has like gone back in time. He fixed a lot of things. I don't know that he fixed everything, but he fixed a lot of things. He comes back and like all of a sudden, everything seems good. His friends don't appear to be in gangs. He's running like a, uh, he's running like a hair shop or his friend yeah. Akun is running. A, he's a yeah. he's a, a catchy salonist or whatever his name is. Yeah, hair salon. Yeah, he's a he runs a hair salon, and the girl that he was trying to save is actually still alive. And then at the very end of the episode, like it turns out that the hair salon guy actually is still in the gang, and he ends up killing. Himself and the girl that uh, Takamichi was trying to save, and it just ends on a like a really brutal note that he's basically going to have to go back and try and fix things again. And I'm like, that's a hell of a cliffhanger. I I can't not watch now. I want to see what happens. Well, I will yeah. say that the I, I, we should have probably listened to our halfway remarks on this because I'm trying to remember what we thought about the first few episodes. I think we were I think you were actually not as excited after the first few episodes. No, I was pretty... So, my thoughts on the, the anime in general, I guess moving back a little bit, is like, I didn't really know what to expect, because this was something that kind of didn't catch my eye when I initially started the manga. Uh, it's a time travel, and I, and I was into enough time travel manga as it was at the time. But uh, you got me into the show, because you were really hyped about it. Um, I wasn't into it uh, from that perspective, but I gave it a shot, and I did. I really liked where it was going, and I mean, since that point... The show kind of kept me hooked. Um, well, I, I think I like the way that it kind of implies subtle changes, and it kind of implies that your main character doesn't have to be a super badass to right. fix bad things happening in the world. Yeah. So I, I mean, those are my key takeaways. But yeah, no. Well, I didn't think I, I don't think the first four or five episodes got to what you were saying. Until, like, the first... I guess till the fifth episode, essentially. No, like, we were at the fifth episode. Like, we yeah. were, like, maybe too early into that anime. Because I will say, once it got halfway to the halfway point, mm -hmm. the second half was uh, ten times better. Like, it got so much better about actually Takamichi being confident in what he needed to do. What, I mean, that uh, his confidence doesn't necessarily mean that he's good at what he does. Because he, he is not your typical, you know, main character who is overpowered, who always gets it done right. correctly. He screws up, and that's kind of his thing. Like, throughout the series, he talks about how he's a failure, how he's going to fail yet and yet again, but he's not going to give up. He's going to find a way to figure it out. And it's endearing, really. I mean, and I think that's what 
brought me to this anime and made me enjoy it more was I think almost every character that's that's in this uh, anime, especially that are in the Toman gang, like the main gang, is endearing to me. They all have some kind of quality that's unique and mm-hmm. something that's you know kind of has that camaraderie feel and makes it like cool to be in a gang. Like yeah, you know you have Mikey who's like a natural born leader who is like OP as hell who can just beat on anyone he wants to. But he also has kind of this like softer side, um, and then you have Draken, who's kind of like the dude who keeps people in check. Like he's like the complete, almost a super softer, where he's like you know you respect people, you're trying to be a decent person, and you know it's kind of nice to see people that kind of still hold those values when you're talking about well, a gang. And that was something we talked about the first time too. But the, it is kind of like a conflict of the different gang lifestyles. Where I guess if we had to compare it, the Toman gang is kind of more like. A Godfather movie where it's like, yeah, are these great guys? Not necessarily, but they have a code and they have standards that they yeah. stick to. Yeah, they're not going to beat up on women. They're not going to hurt women. Yeah. They're not Meanwhile, gonna... they've got the you know the opposite biker gang, uh, the guy who like raped the other guys. Uh, Was it uh, uh... yeah. I don't remember. The fat guy that got thrown in jail. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but anyway. So, yeah, they raped that girl, and it's just like those guys are living... Mobius. Mobius yeah. is the name of the game. Those guys are living the Goodfellas lifestyle where it's kind of like... Fucking shit up. Yeah, they're going to do whatever they want, and they can get away with it, and they know that one day their check is going to come due, but... Until hard. then, they're going to keep living it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, they kind of like, yeah. it reminds me, like, that's what gangs were meant to be from the beginning. You know, they talk about, like, all these hardcore gangs, but really the origins of them are usually just for people to have community. Yeah, they're not the best of upstanding people. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not out there giving to charity. They might be doing some illegal activities, but really they have a code that they stick to so all these people can have a family and a community. Right. Because most of these people either don't have very good families or don't have parents at home, stuff like that. You go into the history of these characters as you go on through the anime. Yeah. So I've learned to like each character a little bit more and more, and it like I think the camaraderie is what helped me enjoy the uh, the anime itself. Um, and especially like like you said, Takamichi, like you can't help but root for him because it's, he's not naturally overpowered. He's not naturally winning everything. He kind of figures out how to make it work. For better or for worse. Yeah. He, he kind of just guts his way through most yeah. things. Like, he just, like, if he, if I don't give up, eventually it'll work. But, you know, don't not giving up. That's like, uh, I think that's like Batman's superpower. So, I mean, Pretty much. even though... No, he, that, that, that's money. Yeah, okay, fair. Um, but, yeah, you know, I think uh, that is something that, like, people can respect. You know, even if you're not the strongest guy or the coolest guy, if you never give up, you know, it says something about you. But, anyway... Uh, yeah, I really like where this one ended up, and I like to see where it keeps going. Obviously, yeah. this one hasn't stopping anytime soon. Yeah, so, I will say, like back to the, what you said about the last the last episode or the most previous, the most current episode with the essentially him going back in time and history repeating itself, regardless of what he did. I thought it was a great episode because it was so impactful. Because when they first had the death of his ex-girlfriend which was her name's Hina yeah they didn't show anything they just said she died he kind of like what the hell's going on what am I doing with my life but I think over the course of the anime you get 11 episodes of you getting to see his interactions with her you getting to see what kind of person she is what she meant to him and how much she meant to him um when you actually get to see the gruesome details of how it goes down right. it's just like a gut punch it's like a 10 times worse so it's just like 
you like this whole time you're just like oh maybe she'll make it and you learn to like her as a character you learn to hope that she makes it and then they still show it and they show it so gruesomely too because it's not just like he crashes into it and it blows up it's like well, he tries to save her and she's like she's like I can't feel below my waist or something yeah, yeah she can't yeah. feel her legs so she's like, like skewered by like, like the totally steering half. yeah it's brutal and then like him like essentially just like confessing to her that he loves her because they were having a little fit about because she had just because she had gotten dumped at some point by him oh, um, and I also liked how they did it I, I was trying to think of the director that I've seen pull this trick but you know most people like they spend all this episode building up to like just seeing her because you don't know what she's going to be in and frankly i was like is she going to be paralyzed what's going on <laughs> and so when you finally see her and she's just fine and she's exactly like she only is it's like you kind of take a breath yeah, and yeah. relax and then, it's and like, that's like everything's the first fine five minutes of the episode uh, yeah yeah like 10 minutes but yeah and then like Right at the and then it, at right at the end you see those headlights kick on and you're like oh fuck <laughs> like something bad yeah. something bad but yeah you know so it was I, done really well like yeah it was yeah. and it was it was I think what one of my earlier superlatives to this but I changed it and I think it still stands this is one of the better adaptions like I think they're being true to the to the to the manga and from what I've read I think it is being very true to it from what other people have been chiming in that they are doing a great job of respecting the material and kind of yeah. keeping the story the same and doing it very well in the so, process as much as we'd like to keep hyping on about the story because obviously it's a great story we're going to keep watching it tell us about uh, your superlative though oh my superlative it is the go to party uh, anime <laughs> the party the bangers, mix this is the, the party so you it, put this in your party mix yeah, yeah so it has the best opening and ending of all the animes this season which like, is the opening is great but the ending is the best thing the, the ending best. is so yeah. good man and um, then like the opening I didn't initially appreciate it as much as I probably should have but the more I listened to it the more I was like this is a really good opening yeah. which is it's really impressive considering if you look at the other shows in this season where you got Snow White Notes, which is just a fucking anime about music. You got Vivi, which has one of the craziest intros like of the entire season. Zombieland Saga. Again, you got yeah. Idol Music. That's got a banger opening. I mean, even Nagatoro had a great opening. Yeah, spy, uh, the Spider one, which I sent you the ending to yes, that Yes, the one. ending is great. And you're like, but whoa! I, I think Tokyo Revengers had the best combo. Like, the two of them were just talking. Well, and it matched the style, and it was, yeah. The, and they were the they were different. Like, the first one was upbeat, and the last one was kind of like piano, like a little slower, more somber. Not slower, but somber. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it was kind of deal. Yeah, so there's a lot to like about that. I would say, I can't differ on this one. This one was by far the best ending and opening of the season in my opinion alright so speaking now we're getting into the heavy hit. Yeah, this, is, uh, this one might take a bit so uh, Vivi oh my god <laughs> dude where do I start um, let's start at the end yeah, why don't you lead us off, Ozzy? What are your thoughts? Well, I know you have a lot to say because this is probably your favorite. Um, I, 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 I think Odd Taxi... So I guess let me put it this way. I think Odd Taxi would have was the better kind of overall story, but I think Vivi, to me, was the better anime. Yeah, that's what I said. Anime. I it's your favorite. It was the better anime only. Because, like, Odd Taxi, you could have done in a movie. You could have done in a TV show. You could have found other ways to make it work. Yeah. Vivi is like one of those stories where it's like this could only really work the way it did if it's in an anime and it was beautiful but yeah so yeah <laughs> yeah no it was beautiful it was a great anime like front to back um it had maybe one hiccup but 
I thought the quality stayed consistent throughout. I thought the story was great. I thought the um, the animation was top tier. I think it's one of the better animated um, oh, animes yeah. of the season. Um, the characters were great. I grew to love Vivi. And I'm actually happy that Matsumoto turned out to be the way he was. I think there was like... When we reviewed it at first, I think we were at a point where we thought maybe Matsumoto might have had like a negative ulterior, ulterior, ulterior motive. Yeah, yeah, like an ulterior motive that may have had like a negative impact on the story. But he ended up just being, you know, the companion. Oh, no, he was just a companion. Yeah. He was the companion cube, but he was the best companion cube, best boy for sure. Um, and where they went with like the arcs that they did was really good. I think every arc had an impact to the story between. Um, the last arc I think we watched maybe was the one with the husband and wife robot thing, right? Yeah, that was where it ended yeah. for us. Yeah. For ended, and I thought that was that still is the best arc for me, um, and that one was such a heavy impact, and I think that was like the turning point in the anime because yeah. after that, Vivi had like a psychotic breakdown. Um, yeah, so I will not, say- not a breakdown. She kind of just like re- hard reset because. It was such a shock to her. So I will say, because it starts out hard and fast. The first three arcs, fantastic. It really stumbles through, I would say, arc four. The Antonio and I, arc? And yeah, the Antonio arc still well, yeah. still doesn't make a lot of sense What's to me. Name? What's the uh, yeah, Ophelia? I, yeah, Ophelia. But Ophelia arc. I loved... <laughs> I still go back to that. I love Matsumoto's like, she didn't kill herself, we killed her, so it's all good. And they're like, all right, man, whatever. And then, yeah, the, the explanation <laughs> yeah. later where they're like, oh, well, technically it was a double suicide, so it's not a sad because they died together. Yeah, they they're died like, together. No one, no one that, thought it was that, depressing when two of them died. When one of them died, yes, but when well, two of them that's died. That's not the point, though. The point is like the idea that an AI can commit suicide. They kind of jumped all over that, though, because there's even a point... Like, at the very start of that arc where Vivi's like, I'm going to jump off this building if you don't tell me the truth. And she just does she just, it. Yeah, she and I'm like, so, so an AI can just commit suicide. It's well, not I mean, that big a deal. She did say that she had it calculated that he would save her. So. I mean, yeah, okay, sure. Uh, um, but anyway, um, I mean, it definitely stumbled, I would say, a little bit in arc four. And I would say... On the second to last episode, there was yeah. like a little bit of like we were a what? little confused. Not even confused. We were just kind of not happy in the direction they were going because the second to last episode, um, Vivi gets to meet the actual villain of the mo- of the series, which turned out to be like the the AI the, server. The server, yeah, yeah, the AI server where all the AIs like kind of connect to. And that's why all the AIs turned out evil because the server technically turned out evil. Well, and the server is apparently like trying to wipe out humanity to set up AIs as essentially the next yeah. stage in evolution. You've seen this in a million. Yeah, you've seen it a million times where like yeah. they they wrote her to find the best outcome. Yeah, and her to her the best outcome was to destroy humans and yeah. replace them with AIs. Essentially, so it's like no, that's not how that works. But anyway, the the thing that I think upset you was they based the and this was. I, don't, I thought it was confusing, but, like, the AI, the server basically tells Vivi, like, I won't destroy humanity, but you got to sing this song that you wrote for me. And yeah, show me. Show, like, me. show me you know the meaning of putting your heart into it. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And both of us were kind of like, this is dumb. This is really dumb. Well, they, they, <laughs> yeah, like, that's literally what he told her. Like, hey, you will sing for me, and I'm, you know, I will let everyone live. Well, everyone after I've already killed a bunch of people, but I'll let them live because she was going to rain down satellites and they end up failing. Like literally the apocalypse happens, the satellites fall down 
Everyone dies. Well, because she can't sing. Well, yeah, because yeah, she because she can't sing. I don't know why. They, well, and I also don't know why the bad guys just like. But if you sing, nah, yeah, no, they that, don't that, stop. that was why I didn't like it. Yeah, but they really nailed the ending, and it didn't end up being that kind of final. She did sing, and it did help, but it, that wasn't what won it. They still had like they made it. They made it seem like all she had to do was sing, and they would work it out. But not only did she sing, but she had the the uh, what's it called force uh, task ta- force torque torque. Toke. T-O-A-K. Yeah, they had Toke helping and trying to shut down the server and making sure that there was a tag team kind of thing. And they did make it end up working. No further casualties because there were still a ton of casualties. Um, So, well... And then obviously the performance was amazing. Like, the ending was just her having the song that she wrote. And it was beautiful because it was like the... Her reminiscing on her... um, Set the power go out. Flicker. No, still going. We're still going. Okay, cool. Um, it was her reminiscing on her adventures with Matsumoto. Like, it was her remembering all the, the relationships she made with all the other AIs, all the other, like, sister singing AIs and stuff like that. Um, so, it was great. And it was kind of like a montage. It was it was really cute. The song was great. The singing performance was great. Um, so, it was a cool way to end it, you know, because at the end of the day, she is an idol. I think... For me, the key thing was, and maybe this is what they realized after the second to last episode, they tried to make this whole thing about, like, well, now we're going to show you who the real bad guy is and what they are trying to do and what, you know, all this stuff. And I was like, and then I think in the last episode, I don't know if they realized or if this was the plan all along. uh, They just kind of were like, no, that's stupid. Let's not talk about what happens in the future. Let's not talk about the bad guy. Let's not talk about all that crap. This is a story about Vivi and Matsumoto. Let's just focus on yeah. them. They do their thing. They save the world. Yeah. And then don't worry about it. You know, like yeah. whatever happens after, it happens after. You know, there's a whole lot. Because, you know, obviously if a bunch of people get wiped out by an AI, but an AI saves the world, there's going to be a whole lot of confusion and stuff. Sure. And the anime just doesn't even doesn't even want to resolve that. It's just like, you know what? That's a whole other story. We're just focusing on Vivi and Matsumoto. Yeah, they could they and, could have made it an hour long episode. Yeah. where they did all what you said. They could have fleshed out all the details. And I, I don't think it would have been as good because it's just like it's it's too much. I think I really liked what I got where it was kind of the last episode more so than stopping the machine. Which even though that happens, it's more about Vivi kind of coming to terms with like you know the big questions like why was I chosen to save the world? You know. I'm not a superhero robot, I'm an idol, you know? And then, like, what, you know, all this psychological trauma, how can I put that behind me? A lot of stuff that humans do. And I think that's the key thing in the story is, like, what does... It's not... I guess the theme they keep coming back to is what does it mean to play with your heart? And really, I guess that means is what does it... What makes you human, Human, essentially. And that's kind of the theme of the story is... And that's what Vivi kind of found out when she sacrificed herself. Yeah, she sac- and that's the biggest thing I was about to say. Yeah. You mentioned it where she essentially sacrificed herself knowing that she that this was for her mission, which the, ultimately her mission was to make people happy by her singing, and she did that. She sacrificed herself by singing and stopping the apocalypse and, and saving the world. And saving the world by putting yeah. it all by singing her soul into it, her heart into it, and she did that. And like you said, I think that's that was that was the unique thing about the server AI bad guy saying like I want to see because she he did say you are the closest thing between us AIs and humans you yeah. are 
you know, you're the closest thing because no one, no robot has ever written anything, created anything out of their own you know, existence, yeah. right? And she did that. Done, so, done something outside of right, the programming. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she essentially was that link between them to help them understand that, you know, it's not all just better as an AI or humans and stuff like that. And that's kind of the underlying story, too, between Toke and, um, I guess, society was people were trying to argue, like, can we live together? Can we not? And, you know, she shows you that you can. Like, we, we aren't different. We aren't that right. much different, right? Well, and it is also kind of, I guess, an interesting irony that Toke will probably be the unifying factor right. in the world because now they're the ones that work with her to save the world. Well, they did go into detail that this was the faction where they're like, I mean, we we, we don't want to be extremists like that. We're, I mean, I think we can like work together and they separated from the original oh, Toke. No, I'm not. Yeah, I, I get that. I'm just saying that like it's kind of interesting yeah. that they end up in that situation where I think... Otherwise, all the people that were like after the, you know, everybody's getting killed by the AIs, they'd probably be like, ah, fuck these guys. Yeah, again, <laughs> they didn't flesh out those details, but it was better that they didn't because I'm not really sure how people would deal with no, that. I, I, I don't think people were like, yeah, it's okay. No, fuck AIs. I'm guessing, Let's shut them down. I'm guessing that scene in the future with Matsumoto and Vivi, assuming that's not heaven, I assume that was like a shot of the future like... Uh, another hundred years Maybe, down the yeah. line because that's turned like them back on. um but anyway all right so yeah vivi is really good watch that Vivi one. was great i think it is definitely one of the top contenders for anime of the season and um, your your favorite protagonist most yes absolutely my favorite protagonist vivi was exactly what a female protagonist should be I'm, yeah i'm kind of curious if we're allowed to counter as a female protagonist because you know ai uh, but technically, yeah. I mean, she's written as a female protagonist. I, I, I think I liked her. I listened to a podcast about Moana earlier, and I think that's kind of my favorite part where let's just say that Vivi is a female protagonist because that's what she's kind of programmed to look like. But, yeah, I think the key thing that comes up is nobody brings up her gender. She's just a hero, and she's dealing with her own things. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what makes her a great female protagonist. Well, I think that, maybe, yeah. yeah, like you're saying, the AI thing, like – it is never brought up whether she is what gender she is because she is an AI. Yeah. But at the same time, she is written to be a female, like female singer, female idol. Right. But she she's the protagonist, and that's why I call her a female protagonist, and she's the best protagonist of the season for me because she you know she has this whole growth from being one person to another, and then dealing with which person she is, and then ultimately realizing that she's kind of both. And that the growth was part of, right. you know, who she is. And, and, you know, she did it all. She was a badass. She could sing. She could kick she dealt, ass. She dealt with the psychological yeah, trauma. Yeah, she dealt with the trauma. She dealt with Matsumoto. She she dealt with, like, being slightly a detective. Like, it was great. Like, she did everything well. And, yeah, um, yeah it was... It was... She is very good. Uh, mine, is, mine is it was... She gave the best musical performance from of an android this entire season. I think just you could say she gave the best musical music performance, performance. Period. Period. Because I will say that most of the other music is not actually performed by the person. I think that song. Well, those Snow White notes did have. Is, but I think the song that she sings oh, in the, the intro actual person, is the yeah. actual voice actress. Yeah. Yes, the voice actor is the actual singer of. Yeah. The sing- like the actual singer. So that was really impressive. Oh, yeah. Vivi's great. Check it out. So. Yeah. All right. Like I said, a contender for anime of the season. So you know, you were saying we weren't going to run long. Let's see how quickly we can burn through Odd Taxi. So, Odd Taxi. Uh, 
you want to go ahead and spoil? I mean, your superlative for this guy? I mean, do we need I to, mean, like... I don't think it spoils it. This is anime of the season for me. Easy. Yeah, Hands anime, anime of the century of, of the, the week. week. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. But no, I think... I mean, I think we're kind of in agreement on this one. Odd Taxi was overall the best story of any anime this season. Which is a damn shame because uh, it kind of flew under the radar. For I would have only I would have not watched it if it wasn't for me just happening across the visual of Odd Taxi because it wasn't recommended by people really until like halfway through the season. Yeah, and it didn't really jump out at me with the name or really in like maybe a still or two, but based off like the little like trailer, like seeing all the animals, that shit was I'm into that shit like immediately uh-huh. into the art. Um, so it is a shame because I think this is one of it is the most underrated anime. Yeah, I, I don't think people were paying much attention to it. Um, we touched, we talked about it in our earlier re- review. I would compare it very much to a Quentin Tarantino movie. The way it draws out tension, the way things build up and kind of mix somewhat together. Somewhat thriller, somewhat drama, mystery. Well, and I, action. I guess action. the way I think about it more is kind of like his methodology of like all that's really happening is conversations for the most part yeah there's not a lot of like actual action it happens but it's pretty rare and it's all natural yeah right? you know yeah it's... most of the time these people are just talking to each other but it's the way that like the tension builds up where you're like wait did he just say you know that thing about something else that ties in with these other characters yeah and then the other yeah, big thing yeah. is that there's maybe four or five different avenues that are being traveled with four or five different characters and it's and all they're all coming together coming you to all a kind of see yeah. it coming together and some of them meet earlier than others but they're all heading to the same point, and it's it's like seeing a beautiful like train wreck. So that's kind of the broad strokes of the whole story. I want to take a second just to talk about the final episode itself. So first off, obviously fantastic, really good. I was the most impressive part to me. So Odd Taxi, if you haven't seen it, the whole thing starts out like with Zootopia, with everybody drawn like animals. Everybody and, is an animal. And, and, yeah, and it turns out this is all part of Oda, in Odakawa's head. He's dealing with some psychological trauma. The main character. But I was actually really surprised that when they came back as, like, humans, I think most of them actually looked, like, pretty normal. They did a good job of, like, transitioning from being, like, oh, they actually look like their animal selves. Yeah. That caught me off guard. I was like, oh. Except for maybe... Uh, the rapper guy, he kind of looked weird, but I don't know. I thought he looked exactly the same. Yeah, that, that was the part to me. I was like, did, he didn't change at all. Like, yeah. what's, what's up with that? But anyway. Yeah, it, that one, that was the moment. Because, like, that had been a theory throughout a lot of the forums and Reddit that this animal thing, it has to be a visual, like, disability. Mm-hmm. This can't, a mental disability. This, I mean, it could be that the that the author wanted to tell the story in that uh, media that they were all animals and whatever it doesn't matter doesn't matter if they're animals robots or humans you can still t- tell the story the same way right but part of the problem was that it was and not a problem but part of the story was it was a disability and as soon as they flipped that switch not and this was probably like 10 minutes into the episode so you got a lot of the ending with them in human form um, yeah it was about the halfway point. yeah probably halfway it was like, as soon as they did that, I was smiling ear to ear, like, because like it was one of the biggest theories that people had like were like, this is it's got to be. Oh, and they just got it. it out of the way. Yeah, they, they did in like the first minute or the so. First, just... The first line was, 
I like animals. And as soon as he said that, I was like, "This the theory's true. He has to be seeing yeah, animals. Yeah, he's seeing animals. Yeah. Because there, there was this whole build-up to Otokawa, the main character, having some issue. like Because yeah. his doctor was like interviewing his previous doctors, kind of going down this rabbit hole to figure out what is what is wrong with Otokawa because he is, his is, he was his most recent doctor and he wasn't sleeping well. He has like, I guess, like issues speaking with people and yeah. dealing with certain situations. He's got some mental issues, yeah. it seems like. Yeah. He was functioning as a person, but he had issues. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when they finally revealed that theory, it was it was amazing. Like, I was like I couldn't stop, like, smiling. And I was like, there's no way they can screw this up. And they didn't. Like, they kept – the story continued. Um, and everything kind of fleshed out. Because we were worried going into the last episode that they couldn't get everything tied up in and time. And they did a fantastic job. And they did. They, they, they left some things open to interpretation. But I think they did every character justice – and every character was involved by the end of the series. Like, Which, yeah, and that does bring me when you said open to interpretation. That does me bring me to my second one that I want to get out of the way. So the the story ends on an open ending. Essentially, for our viewers, there's a murderer in the car with our main character, and it just cuts to black. And Pretty much. And you're like, so my question is, do you think Otokawa bit it at the end of there, or do you think he lives? I wouldn't say I think he lives because I think because like so this girl it turns out that the killer because they didn't say it until literally the very last few minutes yeah very last literally last two minutes right before she gets in the taxi basically the killer of the cat girl was not the band was not uh, Yano or anybody it was actually another idol wannabe who actually came in fourth and killed the other girl so she could be in the band yeah so it was out of jealousy, out of you know her will to want to be a idol. So she killed her, just straight up killed her. And um, it turns out she's actually been trying to track down and cover her tracks. And the last thing she has to tie up is Otakawa, because yeah. he is the only person that knows, because he drove her and to. He's got the, a video of her. Yeah, he technically has a video things. of her driving to the murder scene. Um, so it does end with her getting into his car and she's talking to someone, I think her mother, which is even creepier, saying like, oh, everything's turning out fine. That one idol ended up, you know, they didn't end up catching me. I may end up trying to lose another idol so I can be a solo act. I, she just I, I don't think she actually admitted the, the, the murder thing. But yeah, I don't recall that. I'd have to go back and watch it. Because I thought she was basically just expanding. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, it was terrible what happened to that girl, but they did find the, the other they thought think those other people were involved, and so maybe that gives me an opportunity to split off and do my own thing. Well, yeah. the way they translated yeah. it, they made it they made it say that I I may think about losing another member. Yeah, but that's fine. That's just her saying like I might just no. She said I might think of going solo. I think is what she said. No, she said I may think of losing another member and becoming a solo act. Yeah, and becoming a solo act. Right, but she said yeah. of losing another, like purposely losing. Like that sounds like she's trying to like murder her another person. It'd be different if it's like it would be sad if we lost another person and I would be a solo act. But Look, she didn't only- say that. They translated it to say. I am lo- I am hoping that I or like I may end up losing another. I might lose another one, but yeah, but that's because she already admitted that we, there's only one other person left. So like it's not Fair like enough. it's a rocket science. For, to yeah. me, it seemed like she was calculated and that she knew what she was doing. Um, so when she went into this taxi, I had a fear that 
essentially Otokawa was dead. But we've seen through Otokawa throughout the series that he knows how to talk to people. He knows how to get himself out of situations. So I think he and should that, be uh, able to get his, out of this situation. His girlfriend will randomly appear. That is true. And like she may just randomly teleport and just use her, uh, what's it called? Car... Uh, yeah, capoeira. Capoeira. That's the one thing they never explained. Of all the other things they tied together, like, they never explained how she got to that construction site. She's just like, there. All right, but anyway. <laughs> they did not. But the that's not the most unbelievable part. The most unbelievable part is the fact that the money that was lost by Otokawa in the middle of the ocean or the bay was recovered by the police and then returned to him. It's yeah. some bullshit. You know the cops are not going to return money to you. I mean, the Japanese cops are apparently much better than the apparently. cops here. I guess they just have a bunch of free time. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, Odd Taxi, uh, short version, another great anime. Please watch it. That's our anime of the season. Anime of the season, for sure. For, for my, my superlative, just so I had something different, it, it was the... Uh, Best scene with our main character flying across the sky in front of the moon. There's a great it's shot. It's like literally at the halfway point where <laughs> Otakawa drives off a bridge and it's like cars in front of the moon. And it that's literally the moment where all the story parts kind of yeah. tie together. And it's it's beautiful. Which and is a shame because Vivi does the same thing. And I would think that's a beautiful shot. But uh, I mean, that over, was completely, completely overshadowed. Yeah. yeah. But so. and then my superlative actually I changed it last second because I can't leave out my one of my favorite characters. The superlative that I gave Odd Taxi is anime with the best gotcha representation. Oh damn. Son. Because my boy uh Skullface. Skullface. Do we ever get him? Know he his did name? come around. Yeah. Um they I think they did say his name once whenever his dad was beating him. Um but you know Skullface was the guy who was a gotcha like obsessed with the gotcha game. Uh, we actually had just finished one of those episodes in our rep- in our first uh, review, but he ends up becoming a part of the story because he ends up obsessed with uh, Otokawa, who made him lose his phone and made him lose his account, essentially, and he tries to murder him multiple times. And then finally he gets a chance to, and he ends up shooting Dobu, um, which after that he like freaks out, and he was on the bridge actually yeah. about to commit suicide, as the thing went as Otokawa was like flying through the through the moon or over the moon and you know through the yeah, river. Yeah, and I think that's what kind of got him. He's like, like oh shit, yeah, yeah. Let me get back to reality. So my boy, you know, best gotcha representation of the year. Okay, well, all right then. Um, with we have, that, let's go. We have a few more just to. I guess, well, we're just gonna burn through. These yeah, we'll burn through them because sure. these are the ones that we weren't yeah. as interested in, but that we want still want to touch on because we want to cover. All our bases. So, uh, yeah, the uh, slaying slimes for 300 years. That's the... Uh, why did Kevin make us watch this award? Kevin watched it. He said he liked it. I don't want to watch it. He didn't I, say I he liked it. He said it was I garbage. I aggressively dropped it. It was, uh, it was not great. That was the one I was happy to drop. It was... I don't know what it was trying to be. It was cutesy, but it was also sexual. So I was like, is this for kids? But then it's like, it's not. So I'm like, I don't I don't know what this is for. But anyway, didn't, didn't like that one. I mean, give it a shot. I'm not going to judge you, but I'm judging you. Um, next up, To Your Eternity. Oh, yes, baby. This is my depressing anime. There's always that one that 
always wants to hurt you over and over again. And I will say that this one is done very well. I will get that out of the way. It is a great anime if you're okay with feeling depressed every now and then. Mm -hmm. But it is just too much. Like, I feel like it's a little formulaic by now where it's like, hey, there's this character that gets invested in and he's cute or he's got a redeeming quality and he's up against the world or he's challenging all these things, but he's dead now. So, you know, let's just move on. And Fushi's got a new project. Yeah, so I think this is one of those interesting stories where yeah, you always expect bad things to happen. Don't you, don't yes, ever you always don't, expect don't ever get happy. Uh, don't get attached. Yeah. So, but I will say it does bring up the interesting conflict because it's like kind of like eighty six, where it's like it's a really great anime. There's great art. It's a good story because even though all these people die, it's like I was talking to you earlier. You could also make the argument that these people would have died without living had they not met Fushi. But because they met them, that makes it so much more tragic that they had to die. So it's one of those where it's like, it's really tough to deal with. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, that doesn't mean it's not worth watching. For me, no, it's, it's worth watching. For it's sure. just It just hurts so bad. Yeah, I, I will say, I was telling you that the distinction is, for me, what makes me more upset about these guys dying are they always seem to be people that have a lot of life ahead of them, that have yeah. lots to prove, lots to do. Like the first one was the original Fushi who was trying to meet up with his family, finds out his family's dead. And that's just depressing to me. Like it's not like he's at the end of his life. And the second one's literally a child. Literally a child. Yeah. Like it's it, – that one was the worst like, there were so many adults in that story, and it had to be the child to die. Like, and then, it made no sense. And then the, and then his brother, who, like, grew up alongside him, basically. Yeah, and yeah. then his brother, like, a brother that he got, and that he ended up living in one place for, like, a year or two. Like, he grew up, he had a terrible childhood, was poor. He grew up to have his own, like, family. Yeah. He grew up to finally, like, overcome his disability of having his face crushed in. Um, and he almost got the girl. And now he's dead. And yeah, like, it's, it's just, just like, brutal. It's, it's brutal. It, it lifts you up really high and then drops you off the cliff. Yeah, like, so. if, as if, um, what's his name, drops Simba off the Pride Rock. Uh, Scar drops from Fossa or whatever. Oh, no, you're thinking of. Uh, the monkey. Uh, uh, Rafiki. Yeah. Rafiki. As if Rafiki yeah. dropped um, um, Simba. Simba off Pride Rock. So, for this one, this my uh, superlative is the No, I Swear She's Changed uh, award, which. Uh, kind of like representing an abusive relationship where I'm so like, accurate. where it's just like, you know, I remember when I hooked up with this person, you know, we had good times, everything was great, and then, and then you're together for a few weeks, and then like she throws you down the stairs, and you're like, damn, it, or you've I, got a knife in your back, yeah, know? yeah, it's like, damn it, Becky, like you're not your mom, stop it, and then yeah. like, uh, and then yeah, you know. So then you break up, and then you come back, and you're like, oh, man, I remember all the good times. And then, yeah, and then you wake up, and she's trying to strangle you to death, and you're just like, god damn it. Why do I keep making this mistake? It's so lettuce, beautiful. lettuce. We promised lettuce was our safe word. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's one of those where it's like you really want to get into it, and you want to like it, but it keeps – hurting you well more and you may and for, for me it hurt me too much and i just i'm yeah, not you're invested done. enough like, you're I, done. I really am done i think <laughs> um so yeah i mean it's a tough one that's a, but that's a it's a, it's done well though i will say that i would say at least watch the first episode or the first what two episodes and you'll probably get a vibe for it but yeah it's it's a rough one um next up uh 
I, I we didn't watch either of these really. I mean, I kind of watched Combatants Will Be Dispatched, which was a pretty good comedy. It's a pervy comedy. Um, it's okay. It's got some pretty good comedy, but it's the same thing over and over again. Like, ah, oh, this guy's a pervert. Oh, these guys are ridiculous. You know, kind of stuff. Uh, Shadow's House, I don't think either of us watched, but I think that might be another one we might have to come back to one day because apparently it got, like, some hype reviews. It's very popular. Um, next up, so tell us about uh, SSSS. Dinazemon. Dinazenon is how I pronounce Dinazenon. it. Dinazenon, um, okay. But essentially, it's the Ultraman universe. Ultraman came out a year or two ago. Um, SSS Ultraman. But this is the continuation, or not continuation, but another story in the series. Um, and it's basically the same thing. You know, there's these humans who get thrown into the um, uh, the world of killing uh, kai- kaijus? kaijus? Yeah, giant monsters. Giant monsters. Um, and they have a mecha. And I love mechas, so I was immediately drawn. It's done by Trigger, who I love Trigger as a studio. And it was done well. Um, this is a great anime. I mean, I, I like it. It's pretty basic. It's mechas. It's humans dealing with issues. It's humans learning to work together. Uh, so my superlative was it was a Power Ranger anime, my favorite Power Ranger anime, because it reminded me of Power Rangers where each of them had a strength, but together they were better. Mm. They had a huge mecha that beat the shit out of other kaijus or other mechas. And um, it was just about them against the mechas, and damn it all! Like it was that's that's basically what it is. And there is some subplot of these people dealing with their issues, which was done very well, um, and I enjoyed it um, throughout. So it's a it's a favorite of the season for me too. Sounds like a good one. Um, so next up, uh, those Snow White notes or these Snow White notes? I think I misspelled it. Okay, that was, um, that was me. But yeah, yeah. So. I'll be honest, I just couldn't get back into this one. I watched it through seven episodes, and there was just no consistency in my mind. I think it finally figured it out, but it kind of took, like, a really long time. Yeah. It it started out, in my mind anyway, it starts as, like, it starts as, like, this journey of a kind of an adult or going on an adult. What we thought was an adult. We thought he was. He seems like an adult. But anyway kind of like on the verge of adulthood person trying to find his own sound then he gets kidnapped and it turns into like a school comedy and then it turns into like a competition anime and i was just like just make up your mind guys don't make this over complicated i mean and i get that you can argue that school animes and competition can be the same thing but like he never really does anything in school i might yeah like no no the school was really just an avenue for him to meet people yeah um and i think that was also kind of a a, a bummer because he i never, thought the support, he met like three people well, he met like four people who ended up they ended up playing the shamisen together and competing in a group thing but so far at least for this season i don't know if they're continuing his character his his supporting cast is so bland like they're all boring like they don't add anything yeah they have well, maybe like a half an episode that was the other thing that like the only one that's kind of interesting is the girl with the grandma and then the other girl's just like, oh, I'm her friend. The other guy's like, I've secretly got a crush on her. Yeah. And they literally have this other guy just show up and be like, oh, yeah, I know how to play the shaman. Like, I play the shaman. Yeah, I was I like, have, what the fuck? Where did you I come have a from? fan club of girls, and I may be <laughs> you know, like the gay. Thing. I'm not sure because he doesn't seem to be in the girls. Yeah, he doesn't seem to be in the girls. But, but yeah. Um, I was just like, yeah, what the fuck is this shit? They're just there. And I don't like the, the grandma's plot was okay. Um, 
but I think this anime truly shines when they actually perform. So I thought the competition part of the anime was the best part. Not only because the performances were great and you got to actually hear yeah. the shamisen be played, um, which I will talk to you in here in a second, but it was because I think that's when the characters really kind of show themselves is through them wanting to show their shamisen playing. Um, because outside of that, I don't feel like the characters really added much to the story. Even like her mom and his old, uh, like his dad, who you find out is like the like top tier like yeah, shamisen like player. Yeah, like the shamisen dojo yeah. guy. Yeah, it ends up being his dad, and like yeah. all they want to do is for him to play like his grandpa style, and that subplot was boring to me too. Like it's just like they weren't that interesting. They were just like you should play your grandpa's music. Well, and they're the all other, they're all kind of dicks. Yeah, I guess like, maybe because they're dicks. Yeah, they're yeah. all really self centered dicks. Which, yeah. at the same time, this main guy is kind of not a dick, but he's very he's very spoiled, I think. Um, because that's another negative I had was literally they lost. They didn't lose. They ended up getting in third. He got third in the individual and he got third in the group. Uh, I'm going to quote Ricky Bobby and say, if you ain't first, you're last. I'm sorry. I mean, fine. But, like, that was his first time performing. <laughs> yeah. In for, a competition. For, for other people, yeah. And he's, like, devastated. I'm like, come on, like. Realistic expectations here. Like, did you expect to completely wipe the floor with everyone? I think he just has no. And that was the other problem I had with the show is that he had he has no social understanding of anything. Yeah. Okay. So that's fine. Yeah. But like, and so like when he comes out into the real world, and again, this is partially because his parents are dicks. It's like, you know, if you're a good parent, you raise your son to understand at least something. No. Nope. Like he doesn't even know how to interact with people. We are literally watching him. He might as well be a five-year-old the way he's acting around these other people. Which is why you said he's a very bland character, which oh, I would agree. He's, he's terrible. He, you know, I, like I said, the only time I found him interesting was when he was playing because he had this, you know, this struggle where he kind of wanted to find his own sound or whether he wanted to just do his influences, which I can, I can compare my my musical upbringing with it because I am a musician. I've played for the longest time, most of my life. And there are those struggles where, like, I just want to create my own thing, but it's hard. And it is. And they did a good job of showing different musicians with, like, a guy who was like, I don't want to be traditional. I want to add flair. Like, I know plenty of musicians like that. And there's another guy who's like, I don't want to stand out too much. Uh, you know, it's just not my style. There's plenty of people like that. So they did a good job of showcasing musicians in the later half and of the I, uh, I, I, I will series. give them that. I think the music part, they did a great job of explaining it. They did a great job of expressing what you're supposed to be feeling. Right. They did the whole like, like image of like, this is like a snowy forest. Yeah. And this is like a sunny, sunny beach, beach. Right. Yeah, little thing like that. Or like, this is like a lake or serene. And then, yeah, you know, I, my big problem though keeps coming back to be the characters. And it's just like, his parents, especially, I mean, are just completely irredeemable. Like, I don't... Maybe it's just I'm thinking about it too much, but I'm just like... It would be one thing if this guy was like, okay, we know he's going to be a prodigy. We're just going to train him to do this one thing his whole life. But it doesn't seem like they even did that. They just kind of let him do his own thing. And then when they realized he was good, they were like, oh, now we want you to copy your grandpa style. And it's like... It makes no fucking sense. It's just really frustrating. So anyway, I don't know. Yeah, and I let that that goes into me giving the superlative for this one, and it being the worst anime mom anime. Yeah, she okay. is by far the worst anime mom. I'd, I'd fuck her. I don't know. Well, let me correct it. Worst anime milf. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That worked. She has a nice little Yoko Ono feel to her. 
She does. She's got a pretty good voice, honestly. I was surprised at how well that worked in the second episode. It did. Uh, the last one I want to talk about. I don't know if you got any more, Ozzy. Uh, I'm done. Yeah. Saints' power is omnipotent. I know you didn't watch this one. It was on Funimation. I'm not going to go into it too much. Uh, I don't have a rant like we had about Snow White Notes. This for all the negative stuff this season, the ones that had like things that will tear your heart out. This was. By far the most chill anime. Now, granted, it was an isekai, which I know Ozzy never I likes. Love. Yeah, you love them as isekais. But it was kind of like a, it was a cute one. Girls brought to another world. Turns out she's a saint. She's got all the omnipotent powers. But that's pretty much it. There's not like a there's. A, I would say there's like some jerks, but there's not like an evil villain to beat. There's not like uh, you know a bunch of terrible stuff really impending doom or anything it's just like no she's just there and she's helping people and it's pretty chill and there's romance and uh there's like technology and there's some other things but it's just kind of like cooking you know but it's just her chilling and i was just like this is a really nice break so very uh dragon maid feel not really dragon maid is more of like a direct comedy this one didn't have as much comedy it was more about the characters relationships and kind of the her figuring out you know what this world was about and kind of like interacting with people which was it was fun i I liked it 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 had like a little bit of charm to it so this was my feel-good anime of the season that was kind of the one i wanted to focus on but yeah so i think that'll wrap up our anime review on the season i know there's more but uh there's a lot more and oh shit! Yeah, we missed we missed some. Obviously, we can't watch them all, but I think um, it was a good season overall. And I think we definitely covered what we liked, and what we didn't. But honestly, I would be happy if a lot of these still had extra seasons that I could yeah. continue watching, which I think half of them do about. So and yeah, so that's gonna wrap us up uh, for that. I will say uh, really quick. I was gonna give this a longer thing, but uh, I think for Shueisha manga, there's been a lot of changeovers this year, so that might be something we keep better eye on too going forward is that as the new manga start coming out we might start watching those a little more closely we'll have to see i think uh uh dan 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 i don't know if i told dan, you about dan, that dan. you did not tell me about that so it's uh about there's essentially there's a guy who's obsessed with aliens and there's a girl who's obsessed with evil spirits and then they come together and essentially they use the aliens to fight, fight the, the evil spirits and the and evil spirits to fight the aliens. It's fucking... Wow. It's... The first chapter is just like, what the fuck is happening? How recent is this manga? It's uh, got 13 chapters, I think. Okay. So it just came out pretty recently. Um, the other one, Red Riding Hood Hunter, just came out. Yeah, I read the first uh, that, chapter. That, one, that one's not too spectacular story-wise, no. at least yet, but it's straightforward. The art's really good. I'm curious to see where it good. goes. The art is good in the... Uh, the creature design was it was cool, so I, I did like it for that. Yeah, so I'm I'm interested to see where that goes, but uh, you know, there's a lot of other things going on. And uh, in case you're curious, Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin got canceled. I know it was your favorite, Ozzy. Man, that one just based off the title, <laughs> I don't know why I got canceled. <laughs> the buddy cop comedy between the dolphin and the cop. It was it was fantastic. Uh, oh my god. Something something dragons balls, which was a baseball thing, got canceled. I tell C, or maybe it's I tell smiley face. I don't the know. The C standard for canceled, <laughs> probably. Um, 
Which I actually kind of like the idea, but I, I couldn't even get through the first chapter. It's not a good sign. Wow, that's real rough. It was one of those where it's like, to catch a blank, you must become a blank. So it's like, oh yeah, I guess if, if I want to catch a serial killer, I'm going to have to become, become a serial killer. Serial killer, yeah. It's, mm, okay. it's, it, was, it wasn't that interesting, actually. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. But uh, hopefully keeping track of more of that. Uh, speaking of which, that finally brings us to our manga recommendations. Manga so, we recommended a manhua last week. Oh, that's right. Which I believe is a. I believe this one is uh, Chinese. I think because it's the Jingzhou style. Um, so I don't know if I, any of that made sense, but anyway. Uh, so the story we talked about was. Tale of a scribe that retires to the countryside. Um, longest title on the planet? No, not quite. Uh, not but too bad. it's it's working on it. Um, so, Ozzy, uh, this was your first experience with it. Uh, we kind of talked about it last time, but this is basically what it says on the tin. Scribe gets recruited to kind of accompany this master martial artist on his journey and uh yeah stuff happens well i mean i think that leaves out one of the huge um important um aspects of this series and that is that it's just not martial arts there's a lot to it because it starts off by telling you that there's four like legends of martial arts they're four different people um and that they are like the gods of martial arts um and that they live in a world where martial arts still holds value, where people battle each other uh, for notoriety, and families like have special abilities slash special combat, uh, and they battle each other. Well, I mean, that one guy could like psychically force that to too. Choke one guy was like, like fuck. poison based, like so. It had unique aspects to it, uh, and that was my favorite part. That it wasn't just like, oh yeah, I know taekwondo, or I know karate, or I know this type of fighting style it was like it was sword play because a lot of them had so pretty much everyone was using swords um well they had that one guy who was using fists and then i think he got that's his true arms yeah. off so yeah weapons i guess yeah, you could say it, like, people fun. were using weapons and but the main character uses a sword and he he is one of the legend well technically the I guess he's the side character. He's the, he's the uh yeah he's one of the protagonists he's the person that's being followed by the scribe yeah um and the scribe is detailing the life of this legendary martial artist who is like legendary, but at the same time not known by everyone. So that's well, kind I guess of, that's I, kind of my first like flaw with it. It's like he is top tier legendary. Like there's no one stronger than him, basically. Um, I guess the implication, and you do see this a lot in manhua or Chinese manga, which is essentially that. This guy is so powerful that the only people, only the people that are strong enough to fight him actually know how strong this Fair dude enough. is. Because nobody else fucks with him. I yeah, guess he, like, he did say a couple times that yeah. the only reason you don't know who I am, or he did say, like, you don't know who I am because you're not worthy of knowing my name. Yeah, and I right? think... So it's like, everyone's such a commoner, it's like, if we aren't going to fight and you put up a fight, I'm not going to tell you my name. I guess it would also, I guess it would be kind of the equivalent of, like, running into... The president's not a good example, I guess, because TV. But yeah, back then, if it's like you ran into like the king wearing street clothes, you'd just be like, "I don't know who the fuck this guy is," you know. But I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's. 
I, I, anyway, sorry. I don't want to de- derail. But no, yeah. essentially, I did enjoy it. I actually ended up reading more than what we said we would. I kept reading because um, the characters were intriguing. Um, I think there was a sense of action throughout the entire um, chapters that I read. Like, every other chapter had some kind of sense of action. And the action was done well because I do like sword, pl- I do like sword action, um, whatever, sword fighting. And, you know, each one had kind of their unique sword style, so that was even cooler to me. Um, I had a sense of, like, the Avatar for a bit because, like, there was, like, four different people that mastered different things. And there was, like, elemental stuff brought into it. Um, And if you don't mind me cutting in, I think one of the key things that I like, especially in the early section of the story before it gets to focus on the actual main character, is, like, the way that the character and the... Uh, side character, the martial arts guy, actually interact is like, they don't really get along to start off. There's yeah. a lot of like tension and they have to really work to like come to an understanding with each other. And I'm like, this is, so that's kind of what the first part of the story is about is like, even though there's these fights and stuff go on, it's more about like the scribe guy kind of learning like, okay, so this is what this martial arts yeah. world is about sure. and this is who I'm traveling with. And so it kind of gives you a feel at the same time of being like, okay, so this is what we're getting into. You don't know. And it, it, it does a good transition. Now, you, do you want to talk about the parts you don't like? <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much the second half of what I read was was just too much because – so the first half was Sun Bin is the name of the scribe. Yeah. Sun Bin gets enlisted by the this legendary martial artist. Tells him, hey, you're going to write about all my adventures. So they go on an adventure – the martial artist essentially is on a mission to just to defeat his old partner slash nemesis, who is also one of the legendary four. Who murdered his wife? Who murdered his wife? Yeah, uh, we, because we he's a hard simp for the yeah. other legendary <laughs> that guy. guy. Is so gay. Homo erotic. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that, but it just took a turn. It's like you could have been with me, and I was like, oh, this is a homo. Well, this is like it, a very it, erotic feel to it's it. It's very fascinating. Because he doesn't, it's not like Orochimaru where it's like he looks like half and half. It's like just a normal dude who's really good at martial arts. And then all of a sudden, like, when they get to the final fight, he's like dropping all this, like, we could have been together. And it's like, okay, dude. Yeah, I know he means it in a partner-like show. But it comes off, like, very, like, like, why did you choose her over me? You know I could please you better. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, um, he ends up defeating him. and then the story continues with just Sunbin for reasons that you have to read. Um, the story just continues with Sunbin and his growth because he starts learning swordsmanship. Without and, doing anything. Yeah, without <laughs> doing anything. And that's the problem. There's he, the problem. As soon as it goes into his story, he gets the classic main character trope where he gets stronger way too quickly. And I'm talking way too OP. He is at a level where other masters of martial arts, not like legendary four level, but like masters of martial arts are like, wow, you are amazing. And he literally, he, he, he didn't train with the guy. He didn't train with the legendary guy. I mean, he just he watched, watched him. He watched, watched his him. moves. Yeah, that's but about it. <laughs> then they write it off as like he's a legendary prodigy. It's like, oh yeah. He or can, he's a prodigy. He can see the flow. He can see I'm the like, flow. What is this? Speed force? <laughs> is this a fucking flash? Oh yeah, why would you do it? Oh, the speed force. So it's when that part happened, it's like literally everything else in the story, except for the fighting, became much more interesting to me. I was just like, you know, I like the, uh, I mean, in the second half, he starts a school and I'm like, I'm really interested in all the school stuff, really interested in the like him trying to keep this other business afloat. 
It's like everything except for the fighting is very fascinating. Oh yeah, and I like. But that then, he, like every time he does something that's fighting related or chi related, I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah, like where did this come from? Like, <laughs> I like that he took up swordsmanship because, I mean, I thought that he would anyways. Um, and I like that he is growing, but he just grew too quickly. Yeah, and I, want, I mean, I don't, I don't know where they're going from here because I I read probably like. I wouldn't even have chapters. I mean, yeah, I think we talked about it. There's a section where he like fights the bandits and I'm like, I wouldn't even mind it if he had been like able to scare the bandits away, but then to go and then like the, the martial arts master shows up and he's just like, Oh, you're on level with me. And I'm like, bull fucking shit. Yeah. It was (laughs) way too quick. Come on. Yeah. It, so I don't know. I mean, I'll probably keep reading just to see how they deal with that and, where that goes for because right now we don't know what his mission is right now it's really just a side mission well, he's trying to find his own kind of yeah path. he's kind of find his own but that's that's not how animes and mangas work it's, it's not just some dude trying to find his own there's got to be a bad guy there's going to be something that happens yeah, something yeah. has to drive the plot and right now where I got to it nothing's driving it so I'm going to continue it just to see what it's like it is good it does have good aspects the main the main thing I don't like is the the main character trope of being super OP yeah Again, what drew me into this was, again, the fact, the exact opposite. The fact that he was just some guy who was recording things. Now, he was a smart guy, and because he, he's a scribe, he does he's doing his, like, work. But, like, he was just some guy that was escorting this, that was kind of going along recording this uh, martial artist story. As soon as he became a martial artist, like, the story itself became much less fascinating. But, yeah, that's... I, Pretty I generic. I'm still going to keep reading it. I, I still am interested enough to keep going. But uh, at this point, it's kind of like, I just want to, it's kind of like with uh, Bleach or Naruto where it's like, I'm I'm invested enough. I want to see where this goes. If Hopefully it doesn't do anything stupid that bucks me, but we'll see. Um, yeah, so that brings us to the manga recommendation this week, which I feel like you're really, really, really going to enjoy Ah. i'm really 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 gonna love for sure so the manga recommendation is uh 100 girlfriends who really 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 love you um so you brought up in the past so is this a harem oh yeah 100 percent. okay yeah 100 100 girls 100 girls yeah 100 for each girl 100 percent girl well i guess the key thing is there's no pretense about it there's no like who's he gonna end up with like no he's with all of these girls oh god I'm so, so I can't in, I can't be into that, dude. You want me to pick a different? No, one? we're going to read it. I'm going to trash it. It's <laughs> gonna happen. Okay, I'm just saying. So yeah, this has been a popular rom com anime uh, right now or manga right now. It's probably going to get an anime pretty soon. Oh um, yes, can't wait. But uh, yeah, it's a lot of meta comedy, a lot of just over the top, absolutely insane comedy. But basically, the plot is. Uh, this guy has no success in luck, uh, in love, but it turns out because like all his luck got rearranged to high school by some god, and so the god talks to him. He's like, "Yeah, you actually got instead of one soulmate like most people, you get a hundred soulmates." And he's like, "So what does that mean?" And he's like, "Well, you get you get there's like a hundred girls, and they're all gonna be deeply in love with you, and da 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 da, and you can choose whichever one you want. Like, what happens to the ones I don't choose?" Well, if a soulmate gets dumped, then the, they die shortly afterwards. So he's like, oh, well, I don't want anybody to die. So uh, he's going to try and make all 100 girls happy for the rest of whatever. And then from there, it curtails into just an absolutely insane 
comedy. Uh, so I I don't know. I, I expect you're either gonna absolutely despise this anime or manga, or I think you're absolutely gonna love it. We'll see, one way or the other. <laughs> I, uh, I know that the internet is really high on this, but it's mainly because it's that so mean much. It's so absurd. It is really people absurd. are high on high school or whatever the high school Nagatoro. No, high school demon or whatever it's called. Demon high school. Yeah, fuck you. Aruma's a great show. No, fuck not Aruma. The high school DXD. Well, how do you pronounce that? Oh, that. Okay. I was about to say the... Um, no, I think that's what it is. DXD is just... Yeah, they know yeah, what you're talking about. stupid. No, that one's dumb. Yeah. That shit's just boobs and demons. It is a hentai. I don't know why they call it an anime. Uh, is it a hentai? It's basically It's censored. Yeah, sure. Okay. It's adult. Anyway. But yeah, no. So that's... Uh, we're going to see. I can't wait to hear how much you hate this This will be one. an interesting one. How many chapters do you want me to read? Uh, ten. Oh, thank God. Okay. Ah, that's the bare minimum, yeah. All right. I can't uh, wait to read all hundred chapters and be in love with this. Man. I don't know. If you get to chapter ten, you're like, actually, not bad. I will be surprised. I cannot wait for this anime yeah. adaption. All righty. But, yeah, that's. I think that's all we got. Ozzy, you got anything yeah. for our fans out there? Uh, no, I mean, just go check out. If you haven't watched it, if I had to recommend anything, watch Vivian, watch Odd Taxi. But a lot of these things are worth watching this season. Um, but reach out to us if you have any comments on what we thought. If you have any animes that you think we should definitely watch. I think we said, like, Fruits Basket and uh, Shadow's House was one of the ones that we want to, like, go back yeah. and watch. But if you and think that there was something else that we missed that absolutely shined this year oh, or I this forgot, season. I forgot about the Dragon Maid shorts. Those were coming out this season. You didn't shorts? watch those? Yeah. They, Sh- like, sh- like, physical shorts or, like, shorts, like... They were, like, two minutes long, shorts. Oh, I'm not watching Dragon's Maid. Fuck you, too, buddy. <laughs> but, yeah, reach out to but us you if you have any suggestions. I don't want to watch it. All right, we're going to find a way. Anyway. But thanks for listening, you guys. Uh, we'll be back next time, and uh, we hope yeah. to... Uh, yeah, shoot us an email at raleighanime at gmail.com. I think you said that already. I did not say the, the email, Yeah, but now you know. Now you know, and knowing is half the battle. All right. But anyway, y'all have a good rest of your week. Uh, happy 4th of July if you're in the States. I mean, and if not, fuck America. Te- technically, it is the 4th of July everywhere else, too. Right? That is true. Happy, you so have a happy 4th of July. Regardless of where you are, have a happy 4th of Even July. Even in Britain. Alrighty. Yeah. <laughs> Even, in, Even in Britain. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you guys. Alright. Maybe in Antarctica. Penguins. Alright.